And I'm Nikki. So this is a case out of Spring, Texas. Ooh. Spring, Texas. Spring. <laughs> uh, Spring's just north of Houston. People that don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You didn't say the thing. <laughs> We're so familiar with Spring, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> that we are. We are. Why? Why? <laughs> So this is the case of T.J. Murray. T.J. Does it sound familiar? Nope. Hmm. That's good. So Thomas Charles Murray Jr. was born November 23rd, 1987. Okay. So his birthday was yesterday. Oh. (laughs) I know, I was researching this and I was like, oh dang. Hmm. Are the odds that came across this. TJ was born to Thomas Charles Murray Sr., a teacher and a coach at Oak Ridge High School, and Janelle Murray, who's also a teacher. He's one of the four Murray boys. He's obviously Thomas Charles Murray Jr., TJ. And then there's James Edward Murray, Samuel Bennett Murray, and William Montgomery Murray. So growing up, the boys loved to play baseball. They were always in different Little League Baseball games and stuff like that. When TJ was five, he was actually diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, He beat it. Several years later, when TJ was a teenager, he was actually in a car wreck that nearly killed him. Oh. Wow. So after graduating from high school in 2006, TJ was studying business and psychology at Sam Houston State University. Sam Houston. <laughs> Eat him up, cats. And was... <laughs> um, he was an umpire for a Little League Baseball. So on October 19th, 2011, by this time he's a junior at Sam Houston, and he just finished one of his Little League games and decided he was going to go meet up with some friends at a bar called On the Rocks. Have you ever heard of that bar? Yes, I have. Oh, great. You'll be familiar with this. And that's on the rocks, R-O-X. Not rocks like rocks. To be clear, I haven't been there, <laughs> but I've heard of it. Right, okay. There are actually two of these bars near Spring, but the one that he was at was the on the rocks bar and grill on Sawdust Road. So when I looked it up on Google Maps, you know, because I always look up things on Google Maps, it mm-hmm. shows the bar being it's called the flying pug okay Hmm. so i don't know if maybe it's like changed to a different bar now or maybe on the rocks is inside of the flying pug i don't know anyway so uh this play this bar is like right in the middle of shopping center so there's like a six lane highway that you pull off of to turn into this shopping center like right across from a hobby lobby like it's a a big place highly populated so he's at the bar tj's dad called him around 12 o'clock because he had expected tj to be home already but he got no answer tj called him back about 12 30 
and said he was going to be out a little longer, but he was going to leave his truck at the parking lot of the On the Rocks bar because he wasn't going to drive. So at some point, TJ and his friends decide to leave that bar and head to another bar called Rookie's. This bar's literally like a block away on Sawdust Road. So it's all, it's like, like they just walk there. Right. I think they would like pass like a Whataburger on the way. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a Whataburger is, come to Texas. We'll show you what a Whataburger is. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. So Rookies is a sports bar. They, they have some pretty tasty looking food, but it could just be because I'm hungry, I'm hungry right now. Anyway, so there's different stories about what happened at this bar. Rookies. Okay? Okay. So some say that he got into an altercation and was asked to leave. No one can provide names of witnesses that saw this happen, and there's no names of people involved in the altercation. Okay. This is just what people around town are saying. Investigators say they have no reason to believe that any altercation took place, meaning... No witnesses came forward, nor were there any service calls made to police regarding any incidents at that bar that night. Okay. Because normally when something happens and, you know, a person's asked to leave, they notify authorities to make sure that... They go on their way. Right. So, so who's saying who's saying that there was an altercation, or is that just a rumor? It's, it's one of the rumors. Okay. So, TJ's father says that TJ told him he'd been locked out of rookies, but didn't say why. So at some point, TJ's father's saying that TJ called him and was like, I'm locked, they've, they've locked me out of rookies, but he didn't say why. Okay. A friend that was with TJ at the bar said that he went to the restroom, and when he came out, TJ was gone. So he just assumed he, like, he left to go home. So he didn't say anything about the altercation or nothing. He just said he went to the restroom, when he came out, his dude was gone. Okay. Another person said they called TJ's brother, James, and was like... Hey, TJ's about to get into a fight. You need to come get him. So, James and a friend of his went to pick up TJ. But when they got there, he was gone. Hmm. So, one way or another, TJ's outside of the rookie's bar. Mm -hmm. Possibly kicked out after some beef with people. Called his father, telling him he was locked out of the bar. But he still wasn't going to drive the truck home. TJ's brother's possibly on his way to pick him up. Right? So, TJ starts walking south on... Sawdust Road. So south would be like from spring, like headed towards Houston, kinda. Okay. And TJ vanishes. What? Yeah. Just, just like that. Yeah. Like he's gone. So he never comes home. No, his friends don't see him at the bar later. They don't see him when they leave well, the bar. His, yeah, so his friends say that they thought he just left. When they left the bar, he wasn't outside. His brother went to pick him up and he wasn't there and apparently when he called his father and said you know they locked me out of the rookies bar but i'm gonna leave the truck here yada 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 he it's unclear if he told his father that james was coming to pick him up or not so i don't even know if his dad knew that his brother was supposed to be picking him up or or if his brother was even supposed to be picking him up okay so yeah he just vanishes So, his dad and his brother James start looking for him the next morning because he never never makes it home. Right. So, they're asking his friends. They're looking around. They go out to 
the bars that he was at, they find his truck in the parking lot, exactly where he said he left it. Obviously, they notify law enforcement, who begin investigations, and no one's finding anything. Nothing. No trace of him whatsoever. A few days later, they find his phone in a ditch near the bar. Oh, near the bar? Yeah, like in a, like outside, close to where the bar was. And his phone's in the ditch. But investigators are not saying if they found anything on it at all. They're not saying anything about the phone. Hmm. So, I found where some people are saying that they suspect foul play, but I'm also seeing where investigators say they don't suspect foul play. They're, quote, keeping an open mind. Like he ran off. Listen. (laughs) We know. Mm -hmm. They never run away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, after all this research, I find on the Montgomery County Sheriff's unsolved cold case files. Mm-hmm. First of all, just to note, there are 33 pages Ooh. of Montgomery County cold case files. Montgomery County, okay. It says on October 18, 2011, he drove his father's Ford F-150 to the On the Rocks bar, which we talked about. He left it parked there, rode with a friend to a couple of different bars, and the truck was found still parked at the On the Rocks bar. So it says TJ was last seen walking south, leaving Rookie's Sports Bar and Grill located at 305 Sawdust Road. After getting into a a confrontation, then getting kicked out about 1230 a.m. So investigators are now saying that there was some type of confrontation that happened, but they're not saying exactly what happened. They're not, you know, saying that they have witnesses. They're not saying anything. So they said on the cell phone that they found, Mm -hmm. the only thing that they newly released was that the back and battery of the phone were off and were not found with the phone. Oh, so the back, okay. So it sounds to me like somebody was trying to hide where the phone was and took the battery out. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, even if a person's trying to ditch a phone, you take it apart and then you throw the pieces in different locations so it can be back together again. Right. So that's where his case is left. That's it? That's it. Oh, wow. And just to note, this family's been through some tough stuff. This kid fought leukemia when he was five. Right. He almost died when he was a teenager. Then he goes missing. Nine months after his disappearance, his younger brother, Will, Mm -hmm. drowned trying to swim across (gasps) the river. No! He was at the river, and he drowned. Poor family. So, yeah. So he's been missing since October 2011. It says his classification is endangered missing. He's a white male, approximately 33 years of age now. 
He's approximately 5'6", 140 to 160 pounds. He was last seen wearing khaki shorts, a red t-shirt with large white Hollister letters with the Mm -hmm. bird logo on it, and a dark colored baseball cap. He has brown hair, blue eyes. He goes by TJ. He has previously broken his back and his knee. So, I'm assuming that's probably from that car accident. I would think so. And I mean, I can't imagine if he broke his back doing mm-hmm. something else. I mean, can you imagine adding that to the list? I know, but like, jeez, breaking your back? That's horrendous. Yeah, that's awful. He has been added to the missing person. He's on the Charlie Project. He's on... They've gotten in touch with the... What are they called? 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 EquiSearch? Yes, Texas EquiSearch. Thank you. People are asked if you have any information to contact the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office. Mm, And there is a reward for any information regarding him or anything that happened at the bars that night. So, I'm assuming assuming they don't have video or anything this, around there. See, this was crazy. Okay. I looked all over the place. And I think the I think investigators know a heck of a lot more than what they're saying. And they're intentionally not releasing it to the public. Yeah. Because only certain people are going to know what happened. And I think that it has something to do with the altercation at the bar because it was a long time before they would admit that they had evidence of any type of brawl. Right. And then once they finally did, they still won't say what happened. So, a lot of the people that I was reading in like comments of the articles and stuff that I was reading... Yeah. We're saying that they think that he was outside waiting for somebody to pick him up. Probably his brother. And the people he got into a beef with at the bar found him outside and killed him. Whether it be on purpose or accident. Right. And they took him and placed his body somewhere else. Other people think that he was picked up and killed away from that location. And that's possible too. Some people think that he's alive and he just bolted. He was like, I'm done here, I'm leaving. I wonder when he left and headed south on Saldus Road. Well, I mean, how far away did his family live for, or, you know, where, how far away was his apartment or his parents' apartment from the bar? Um... For him to take off walking. And you may not know that. They may not release that. I, I mean, don't they, think, they may not tell you that. I don't think it was one of those things where he's taking off walking to get home. Because, it, like he was like he was mad and he just took off. Well, I, yeah, I think that like he, you know how like guys are like they'll be at a bar and they get pissed off and they just take off. They leave all their buddies because he could have easily gotten a ride home with the friends that he was with. Right. And so he just took off like, you know, I don't. I don't want to be here anymore. And they said he called his dad. And it appears like he, like somebody called his brother and told his brother to come get him. 
So he was likely waiting on somebody to pick him up. There is more, there is so much more to the story that the police are not, that they're not releasing Uh because for them to know pretty much that there was an altercation, somebody saw something happen in that bar and they're not releasing that. Uh Well, here's the thing. I mean, they know, they they know enough. If they know someone said he started walking, you know, south on Saldus Road. Right. I mean, they know more, but they're just, they're holding it. Well, I'm like, okay, you know they have security footage from both of the bars. They do? I'm just saying, you've got it. They've got to have security footage. They have to. I would hope so. If nothing else, they have witnesses that were at the bar. Right. So then... He goes outside. We know that he was outside of the bar. Okay? So let's say Mm -hmm. he's just in the parking lot of the bar. The bar that he walked to for... So Rookies, he walked from On the Rocks to Rookies. Mm -hmm. Both of those are in a shopping center. So one of those little shops is bound to have some type of security footage. Right. Also, like I said, this was like a six-lane road with a median in the middle. Mm-hmm. And this was 2011. They still had traffic traffic cams that were being enforced in 2011. Right. They, I mean, they know. Law enforcement knows. If nothing else, they know. They know what kind of a ve- what kind of vehicle picked him up. Right. So. But they're not releasing a lot of information. I just can't. This is one of those things where something happens. And obviously, somebody's not talking, Mm -hmm. right? There's people that are talking, but somebody's not talking because he didn't just disappear. Right. So, there's enough people talking where they know some stuff. But there's not an arrest and they don't have any leads, so there's others who are not talking. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I was like, man, I'm gonna crack this. I'm gonna crack this case on my own. <laughs> <laughs> All my sleuthing did nothing. Nothing. I sleuthed into a hole. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> a whole of whole lot of nothing. So that's that. TJ Murray. TJ Murray. Missing from Spring, Texas. That is awful. I feel so bad for that family because they've lost another son now to mm-hmm. a drowning. They almost lost TJ to leukemia and then a car wreck and then he just goes missing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know where to go from here. Yeah. That's it. That's all I know. He's gone. He's gone. He just vanished. So. I would love. Do you have friends? Do you have his friend's name? No. That's what I'm saying. Like they didn't say nothing. I'd like to know who his friends are. Like even in. So Dateline did a a piece on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they even spoke to the detective. It's Lieutenant Brady Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. And all he told them was that they suspect foul play. 
And he said it's frustrating for the family because they need answers. And the case is still active. And there hasn't been a lot of activity since his actual disappearance. But they said that they haven't actually named anyone as persons of interest. Probably don't. I mean, obviously they don't have enough evidence. But they've got to have somebody. They got. I mean, they have. That's to what have... I'm saying. If nothing else, they. I mean, obviously they have names. I'm sure they have names of people. But if nothing else, they have a de- a, a, a description of a vehicle that could have possibly picked him up. But his dad, like, his brother said that it was actually unusual for him to leave the truck at the parking lot mm-hmm. because if. He didn't for sure have a ride home. He would have slept in his truck. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'll be honest. I know firsthand what it was like going out and hanging out with friends and stuff. That's what I would do. I've slept in my car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. It's just easier sometimes. If you can't get a hold of somebody to come pick you up, it's just easier. And it's a heck of a lot better than trying to drive drunk. That's true. Don't drive drunk. So, but that's what they said that he he would have just he would have just sat in his car and waited or his truck and waited for somebody to get him or whatever. Yeah. And that makes sense, right? To go back to your truck until your brother or whoever, your friends or whatever is going to right take you home. Mhm. So, I don't know. I don't know. So, so if there are any I, opinions? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's rumors. But I didn't want to say anything on the podcast about too much of the rumors. Because, like, investigators are saying, like, they haven't confirmed anything yet. And I feel like if they haven't confirmed anything, then I shouldn't jump to conclusions. That's crazy. I know. I can't even imagine, like, the mom and dad. So, yeah. That's it. All right. Well, here we go. Okay, that's it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, short episode, but interesting. Yep. So on to the next. Here we go.